Hey, Ben Lawrence. Pagudi. Welcome to episode number... I'm kidding, I don't know what episode we're on. 358. <laughs> 358? name of my old bus, the 358. Yeah. 358 uh, is a bus that I also remember. I don't remember where it goes. Let me just guess. Wallingford? Yeah, you guessed that because that's where I used to live, right? Exactly, yes. The, uh, you so and the my arch nemesis. Well, my arch nemesis worked there. I don't know if <laughs> he, he actually... So the 358 went up and down... It went uh, up and down Aurora Avenue. Um, oh, that's from down, right. From downtown to... I'm not quite sure where the northern terminus was. Um, it was notoriously one of the more sketchy routes. Um, and there is some notoriety as far as the 358 is concerned. The 359 was the bus that... Um, uh, where a passenger shot the driver and I think wow. a couple of the passengers and the bus plummeted off the Aurora Bridge. I remember that. Onto an apartment building. And so after that, they, they took one number off the route so then it became the 358. Now it's the rapid ride or the rapid line E, I want to say. The 358, Ben, I believe is the, the bus on which uh, I was pickpocketed that one time. Oh, really? I don't yeah, remember that Yeah, I was with you at the time. Um, you and I were on the bus and, you know, laughing, having a good time, whatever. Were we standing uh, up because it we was We stood or? up because we were getting to our stop. Yeah. Um, the bus stopped fast and a person hit me yeah like fell forward hit me and like i was like oh i'm sorry and all that and then we got to your place i believe and my wallet was gone <laughs> and then later on it got mailed to me and they said it it took us a while to find you you're you you don't have the correct address anymore it, like it was a really angry letter about how difficult it was to return my wallet well it was a polite pickpocket at least if it was a pickpocket, it's possible that I just dropped my wallet and remembered that person bumping into me at the same time, but... Well, see, here's the question. Do you remember if you had any cash in your wallet that was returned? I, I believe that my bus pass was in there and wasn't returned. This is before the Orca pass. So it yes. had... It had uh, I had that happen uh, a second time. I lost my wallet and somebody found it and my Orca Pass was out of it. Uh, that was that was a weird thing. That was when I was at the uh, the Marwood. The Marwood. In Capitol Hill. And the guy who found my wallet would occasionally uh, call me because he knew that was the building that I was on. And he would occasionally call me from the front and say, hey, I'm in town and could use a couple of bucks <laughs> or I'm downstairs and could use a couple of bucks. Oh, and I was, and, and a couple and of times I would give him money. And then eventually yeah. I was like, look, I had a bus pass in here. And it wasn't here when you gave it back to me. Which is enough for me to be okay with not giving you any more money. Right. And he never said anything to me after that. Just a weird, a weird situation. I remember that building that you used to live in. Yep. It's I associate... That was, yeah, I associate that building w when you were deep in the Super Rocket Monkey comic phase. 
for whatever reason. Yep. And uh, just want for nothing, I um, I had my coffee yesterday out of a very faded Super Rocket Monkey coffee mug. That wow, I, uh, that would be a Cafe Press coffee mug. Probably. Uh, notoriously bad at, <laughs> at retaining its... Uh, yeah. I mean, it's... <clears throat> Even before I had a dishwasher, it started to fade quite considerably. Yep. It's only going to be a couple more years until it's just all white again. Pretty, pretty cool. My, uh, my uh, Burn Towns Get Money shirt from Dimension 20 that I got uh, is just a black t-shirt now. All the, all the <laughs> print is finally off of it. Yeah. It was good, though. I liked it. It was a nice shirt. I... The only thing, I don't even know if the store is still up, but the only thing I sold on Cafe Press was a Ninja Exterminators t-shirt, which oh. I wore out. Like, I don't even think I have that shirt anymore. So I probably had to toss it. But I should go and see if that shirt, because I'll buy another one. <laughs> yeah. It's a nice shirt. It's a it's a nice. Yeah. Who did that logo? Was that you? Was it? No, you no, you did that. Oh, really? Interesting yeah. that you're selling a T-shirt with that logo, huh? huh. <laughs> cool. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll I'll send you a check for all the money that I made off of <laughs> for, it. For, <laughs> send me a check from the sale that you made. <laughs> yeah. Buying the thing. Um, it's I, sold I just, at cost I, anyway. Betty doesn't listen to the podcast, so I'll mention this. One of the things that, um, you remember, I stopped doing the AIR thing because the provenance of, of the data set was in question. Yes. And I thought it would be better. So I'm talking to uh, Kevin Lovick, my uh, my biological dad, uh, yeah. talking to him about, uh, you know, and so I stopped and all that. And, and he's like, wait, what's the name of this thing? And, I, and I'm thinking that he's going to be like, yeah, I'm going to find out if my... Uh, he wants to use it. He's like, don't tell Betty. I'm like, okay, I won't. But he he was really interested in it. Did he say what he was going to use it for? Um, he was interested in, in using it to like mock up ideas for larger paintings. Yeah, okay. Uh, which is what I, I hear some people do. I, I'm still I'm still not sure that that... And I told him this. I said, I'll give you the site name and all that. But I don't know what the what the legality of that is yet that's an it's interesting a thing question. that you you generate using their site right yeah you're making a painting off of that image but because you've got that middleman there i don't know i don't know what'll happen but i was it's, going I, through some of the sorry go ahead go ahead i was just gonna say i was going through some of the images showing him and they're still really amazing um yeah. you know so I'm wondering, like, that's that's an interesting question about how, like, if if you use artificial, artificially intelligentated, <laughs> if you use AI art as uh, a starting point, as um, what well, inspiration for a painting yeah. that you create. I mean, it's I like mean, it's like writing a song that's inspired by another song. Exactly. That's. That's the thing is that, um, in a way, the worse you are at copying it, the closer it is to yeah. it being yours. You know there what I mean? is, there is, uh, I read a story about how a student, I don't know if this was like a high school or a college student, created a program 
that can tell whether or not text was generated by uh, chat GPT. Oh, really? GPT chat. Yeah. And um, so I'm wondering if at some point there's going to be some sort of like art. Uh, oh, yeah. Program that can see what is, you know, what has been, what art has been inspired by. Yeah, and, and the thing that I'm afraid of, and I've, I've talked about this before on the podcast, I think even, yeah, I think that is going to be created, and the thing I'm afraid of is um, if I put it on any of my stuff that I did on my own, just drawing, Yeah. what's going to happen? <laughs> what's it going to tell me, Ben? I don't know. You know? Because, yeah, everyone likes to think they're original, but but this, it basically is going to be a thing that says you're a derivative of these people, right? Because <laughs> the artists it's going to pick are probably going to be older than me, probably going to be some art that I saw. Uh, I just get Jason Trachtenberg. That's that's it's the one thing that it <laughs> yeah. It says uh, for those of you who are listening to only this episode of the podcast for some reason, for uh, we've reason. talked about it before, but uh, one of our first quotes in a, a major publication uh, was in The Stranger uh, who said uh, is it while derivative of the Tractorburg Slideshow family players they were too goofy to hate? Simply like too goofy to hate. Simply too goofy to hate. Yeah, but we were derivative because, I mean, I, I don't know, It's I, I felt it was kind of cheating because uh, the Trachtenbergs were they wrote songs accompanying slideshows yep and we wrote a song and the music video was a slideshow and so oh is that what it no what was it for this is me this is it my was, house this is me this is my house that's oh that was i thought it was what the review was for because we did another thing well then yeah that that's that's exactly incorrect it's it's I but, mean, it's a fair assumption, but it's still... Like, the Trackenbirds didn't have a market cornered on slideshow art. The reason I mentioned is because we did another we did another uh, thing way before This Is Me, This Is My House, where it was slideshow... Or maybe it wasn't way before. I thought it was, though. Our where, very f No, our very first performance together at A Spin the Bottle was... Uh, you improvising to my family's slides. Yeah, and I it was it was fun. There there were some really the thing I love about that is the randomnesses of the slides and what I'm doing. Um, there were some times where the next slide was the punchline, even though we didn't know that it was the punchline at the time, which yeah. was pretty awesome. I I, I do remember that, that um, very specifically. I think we were we were gonna go on longer. But a slide came up where it was me as like a one-year-old passed out in a high chair and my dad had placed like an empty Jack Daniels bottle on the table. Yeah. And that got a big laugh and you were like, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was, I think it was smart. I loaned that slide. Now, Grant, keep in mind, this is a slide. It's the only copy of this yeah. that exists. I loaned that slide to Scott Augustin for a Sergeant Rigsby show, and I have no idea what happened to it after that. So oh, that slide wow. is now gone, or it's in a box somewhere in somebody's closet. So so let me ask you a question on This Is Me, This Is My House. 
they weren't slides, right? They were images that were... No, it was slides. We used the slide projector. So, so the the monkey and you and me in the in the oh, yeah. subway station, all so, that were, was that also slides? Yeah, I actually found oh, uh, ben, a that's place so cool. in town that could make slides from you know thirty five millimeter cameras a roll. I still have them in a book somewhere. This is this is absolutely true. I. Maybe I knew this at one point in time, but I had forgotten that. I didn't know that we had actually made slides of that. That is yeah. incredible. That was the, so the performance was sitting at the slide projector. They would play back. They played back the the music, the song on the you know on the sound system, and I had to change the slides with all. We we rehearsed this. I remember you coming over to my house and we workshopped what each slide should be. And uh, uh, the the one yeah. that I still think very political, very political, and I I, I mentioned oh, right, this. Right. <laughs> I think that you chose all the slides. I want to say for most of them, probably. Uh, I, we did have we did have a meeting about it. So there was there was a there was a woman who was dressed as uh, America, if you will, and then so the, this is me, and this is my house, and the house was just on fire yeah. I liked it I thought it was good but this is me this is my house I it's one of my more favorite little things that we did because it was pictures of people and their houses yeah. and then in the middle or the towards this, the end this it became chase a chase sequence. scene <laughs> yeah we did that I mean I remember I you probably remember sitting at sitting in your house with McCandless and recording the audio commentary for it Maybe so, maybe so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then also, of course, uh, it, I don't think it was for This Is Me, This Is My House, but I'm just remembering that house and living there, uh, spraying Cool Whip in my, or Ready Whip in my <laughs> mouth, but the Ready Whip had gone bad. <laughs> yes, that was for the This Is Me, This Is My House DVD remix. Oh, no. And yeah. so the, it's on YouTube somewhere, the, um, where we talked about it, and you were like, if you want to spray rotten Kool-Aid in your mouth, don't wear a parka. Because yeah. it just got all over the parka. In, uh, yeah, yeah, I couldn't use the parka anymore. It smelled... I mean, because it's right on the hood, which is right near your face. So, yeah. hey, have I already told you that I bought Vans? Yeah, you saw them last time, right? I, I cannot tell you how much having Vans... And, and, you know, brought to you by Vans, everybody. Uh, how much having Vans make me happy? Like, any outfit I put on now, because I'm wearing the Vans, it all comes together. It's really great. It's like a nice carpet or a yep. rug. The black and white checker ones. Uh, I'm going to get probably another pair soon. They're only 65 bucks, which is good for, for a quality pair of shoes. Yeah. Um, I, I've mentioned to you that Jennifer's vaping now. She doesn't smoke anymore. You did not mention that. Oh. Uh, Jennifer's vaping now. She doesn't smoke well, anymore. Well, you just mentioned it. Yeah. Um, and she, uh, she has been doing well with it. It's, it's still, you know, nicotine. 
right? Yeah, I was going to But ask. it's not the burning stuff. It vaping has gotten a bad rap lately. Um yeah. I don't I think it's when it first came out it was sort of like a, an alternative to like a, a more healthy alter, alternative yeah. to smoking, but then it turns out it's not maybe. That's what people say, yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably the cigarette companies and I don't know. doctors. We had a uh, we had a company member here who would vape inside the building, and uh -huh. it was like I always knew like if I when I walked in if it smelled like strawberry smoke or whatever. Yeah, then I knew that a certain person had been working here. So um, I speaking of bad raps, this is what made me think of it. Um, so I, I'm just going to read you really quick. Um, so people were talking, uh, uh, yeah, somebody said, help me workshop this East coast, beast coast or East coast, beast coast, which is better. Oh, oh sorry. Est coast, best coast or East coast, beast coast, which is better. And I wrote, East Coast is the ghost feast post the deceased beast roast. <laughs> and somebody said, this almost gives me Watsky vibes. And I didn't know who Watsky was. So um, I said, who's Watsky? And then they gave me, um, you know, a link to who Watsky was. Watsky is a rapper and does a good job at rapping. Is is this like a Reddit forum or something? Where who are these people you're talking? Oh, to? these are people on the. So as you know, I've quit social media except for Discord and specifically the Discord for uh, indie RPGs. Ah. Uh, it has a very. Um, they do a good job. These folks, for whatever reason, uh, do a good job keeping jerks away. So it feels okay. And, uh, you know, I can feel... All right, speaking of RPGs, uh, I know that my... I'm pretty sure that my players don't listen to this, so I'm just going to tell you, Ben. Um, okay. I've been hinting at each of our sessions that there's something weird going on. There's a, there's a weird um, thing. The world feels weird. They can't place it. Sometimes events, like, seem to skip... And stuff like that. And what I have done is they are going to, in the next session, this is when, when I pulled the trigger on it, they're going to go back to their very first entry into uh -oh. this world. The very first episode of the campaign, which was like years ago. But they're going to be their current level. And they're going to have all the memory of everything they've done up to this point. But now, and now they can forge a new path. Ah. So it's going to be really interesting. Uh, and I had, I had built this in as a time-saving device because now I can reuse all of the old assets that I made uh, over again, which is nice. You know, same <laughs> map, same, you know, a, all that uh, kind of stuff. Is that just a, a, an effort-saving device to, so you don't have to do as much work? Look, Ben, you and I have worked together for some time. Uh, we, we often would come up with, with very inventive ways of us not having to memorize lines. 
for example. That was one of oh, the yes. big ones. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in a way, in a way, yes, but it, it also is narratively interesting. Um, it's like time I, I, travel. Yeah, exactly. It is. It is time travel, sort of. Hey, also, I've got a Ben's gonna guess the news. Oh no. For you. Okay. Um. There is a possibility, however slight, that something could occur. That would be the first time that it has occurred, apparently, since the Civil War era. Uh, it's uh, uh, what could that be? Uh, could uh, that ask questions? Be, um, well, I, I I know what it's I know what event you're talking about. Oh man! Uh, but I'm trying to because um, there's so many there's so many delicious tidbits around it. Um, what happened during the Civil War time was that uh, Congress could not elect a Speaker of the House, and it went a hundred, I think, a hundred and eighteen rounds of voting, which also, and somebody mentioned this, I haven't looked this up, led to the death of a particular um, political party. Now, wow. what's happening now is, I think, just recently, um, presumptive. Speaker of the House, uh, Kevin McCarthy, just lost his ninth round of votes. Oh, and he did lose? Because at the, at the time, I, I didn't know. Yeah, I just, somebody, like, I'm on a Discord server, and somebody just mentioned that round nine passed. And uh, But uh, the interesting thing is that, uh, so, the Speaker of the House does not need to be a member of the majority party. That's right. And so, and so a lot of people were wondering if the Democratic uh, Jeffries, whose first name escapes me, might is it be Hakeem the speaker. Jeffries? Yeah, something like that. I, don't, I, I didn't so. want to get it wrong. Uh, but also, yeah. our, our favorite, Matt Gates, just voted for Trump to be the speaker. When you say our my... favorite, of course, it's a guy that we don't like, right? Yeah, it's a guy that nobody likes. Um, okay. I was talking to my parents last night. We were talking about this and the possibility of Trump being. The I just heard of the about it today, by the way. The possibility of Trump being the Speaker of the House came up, and I was like, you know, if McCarthy can't get enough votes to be Speaker, Trump can't get enough votes to be Speaker. True. So we don't really need to worry about that. But it is interesting. I will, uh, you know, it's it just proves that the <laughs> the GOP is not interested in governing. We just need, uh, from what I heard, we just need. Again, I yeah no I don't go I don't show up to work there or whatever. But the Democratic uh, Party would only need six people to vote for Jeffries in order for yeah. him to become Speaker. Six yeah. people from the Republican side. I mean, from the Republicans, which is really interesting. But anyway, that's the only news I know. You know how I found out about it? Jennifer, told I you. was looking on YouTube. To uh, to watch my my funny YouTube things that show up, <laughs> and uh, it was in my because at one point in time I was watching PBS uh, on YouTube. Uh, it was something that PBS was showing, so it showed it to me. Right, that sort of thing. Uh, otherwise, I never would have seen it. Not a lot of other uh, I news watched going on that I can, kaleidoscope that I know of. Kaleidoscope. 
What is that? Yes. Have you seen it? <clears throat> I have not. I would be interested in you watching it. Um, and I can tell you this without spoilers. Um, so I, I watched Kaleidoscope. Uh, it is a it is sort of a uh, who's who's zooming who, as Jennifer would say. Um, who's who? TV show on Netflix. The famous thing, the 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 really cool thing about um, the Kaleidoscope on Netflix is that famously you can watch the episodes in any order. Like Black Mirror. Oh, uh, I suppose. I guess you could watch any show <laughs> that way <laughs> if you want to. I, it's designed, it, what I mean by that is the interface in Netflix is designed so that when you watch it, you, Ben Lawrence, will see the episodes in a different order than I did. Ah. There are 5,040 different combinations. Now, you might be saying to yourself, wait, there are that many episodes, um, but if there are, you know, if there are actually eight episodes, which there are, you know, how will that, how would that work? And the thing is, like, how would it work narratively? You know, you can think of some some issues with, you know, good writing and all that. The As I was watching it, I watched it all the way through, and then I was like, I think that this last episode, this one I'm watching, White, is last for everybody. Even though they say that you can watch it in any order, I bet you the way that it serves it up, White is the last episode for everyone. And it was confirmed, not only is that the case, but the... the the people who produced it, the showrunners, are like, you can watch it in any order, but White has to be last. So I just thought it was cool that I figured it, it out. Wraps up on the my story own. in some way. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's so it's the mo the the um the the show is good. I I'd love to talk to you about it if you uh watch it. It's eight episodes. Each episode is about forty minutes. Netflix? Yeah. Uh, a, a lot of people, um, I, I say a lot, but a lot of people who, who showed up to review it, I'll say that. Not not critics, but the actual uh, people who watched it, uh, did not like the idea. I think we, you and I have actually, I betcha, if someone were to search the audio on this, they'd be able <laughs> to find the point where I said, I think that, there, that if you do a time travel show, you should be able to watch any episode in any order. Oh, and so you this is able a time to, travel show? It's not a time travel show. It should be. Ah. Uh, but, you know, so you could follow one character through their timeline or follow yeah. a different character through their time, that kind of stuff. I think it'd be great. Um, and that's what I was afraid they were doing with this, but they aren't. Um, the, way that, the way that the episodes work, um, there's, there's some choices that they made that make, that make their job easier. Is what I'll say. Once you see it, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what that means. Are you telling me they pulled a Goody Lawrence? Mm, could be. Rabbit, could be. Hey, you might, Rabbit, you might. Rabbit. If my good friend Rocker was here, would I turn on the gas like this? Um, do you, you don't remember that? I don't. Uh, there's this thing where Bugs Bunny is tormenting this, this robber. Because there's a policeman there. Uh, oh, the reason I, the reason yeah, I was making yeah, a yeah. note about it is because uh, they use the same in this case like this. <laughs> yeah, 
they use the same audio for when it's just the rabbit pretending that there's a police officer and then when the police officer shows up. Same audio. Mm. Bug playing two parts at first and then a real policeman shows up. I think it's the same audio. Same dialogue is what I should say. Might be different audio. Apparently, uh, all these Looney Tunes cartoons run HBO Max, but HBO just recently removed, like, the last 15 seasons or so. Really? Yeah. I, HBO, I <clears throat> it's didn't a weird, know that like, they had it. Warner is making some weird choices when it comes to what, put, what they put on the streaming platform, which makes no sense to me, but I'm not the one who has to pay for all of it. Yeah. But, like, they removed Westworld. Like, what? that was one of your signature shows. Why are you removing Westworld from your streaming service? Huh, that is weird. I didn't know that they removed Westworld. Yeah. I don't know if they removed it yet, but I do know that they are planning to do it. Huh. Very interesting. I gotta look at my robot ladies somehow. Sir, just calm down. It'll be fine. Um, so the the thing I like about Westworld um, is the the layering of the story uh, is really cool. I I don't know. I think I don't know if it sustained well in the later seasons. How many? I, have I know. Seen? I hate to say it, but I've seen all of them. Oh. Yeah, I have to. I'm just, I'm think... just saying. I mean, I, I suppose I should be able to form an opinion, but you know, I don't. I mean, I like Aaron Paul fine enough, but I just, yeah, they. It stopped being Westworld at some at a certain point. Yeah, I think. I think if you end it, if you end it when Anthony Hopkins. Uh, you know, die. Oh, spoilers for Westworld. When Anthony Hopkins died at the end of the season, yeah, like that's that's full on very satisfying. Yeah, season one was all we needed. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I liked I liked some of the other uh, looking things, but it's one of those things. Um, is it? I think it might be. I mean, this is this is one of the things I, I go back to, of course, of Glitch in the Matrix, where where the person said, "Is this what happens when Westerners discover uh, Hinduism?" And yeah. the the answer to that is that's this is the problem when Westerners don't have Hinduism to explain, you know, the multi different worlds and things like that. Um, eventually. You have to have things sim become simpler because if you get too many layers of unreality, then reality doesn't become a... There, it, there's no meaning to it. It becomes um, effortless and yeah. uh, disposable, basically. Which is why I've uh, gotten into Epicureanism. Epicure Epicureanism? Uh, the basic idea that that life is for pleasure, but simple pleasures. So hedonism is, you know, like like everything all the time, incredible, like you know orgies and eating grapes in the bath and all that. 
Epicureanism yeah. is, is more like, oh, uh, marmalade on toast and my newspaper. <laughs> I love it. You know, that sort of thing. So uh, there's that, and then there's also... Um, enjoying the simple pleasures of life. Yeah. And there's also the uh, the going with the flow kind of, of Taoism. There's a word for it. I don't remember. It starts with a B, I think. Um, okay. And, and those two things together, right? Not struggling against the currents of the world, but letting it sort of carry you through are, are good things. And I'm trying to embrace that. Uh, Accepting your fate. Yeah. As I go forward in life uh, with some uncertainties, you know? Yeah. Like, I tell, I tell Jennifer, hey, I think I'm doing this. And she's like, well, then why are you worrying about all this stuff? And I'm like, okay, <laughs> fine. And I, I do think that you can consciously... Um, I, I, like to, I like to think that if I... I was about to say if I put in enough effort, but if I stop putting in effort, that I can uh, learn to relax more. I think I really can. I hear Edward barking in the background. Learn to relax. I mean, that's, I don't know if I've told you this story, but that, that was actually a big turning point in, in my life and how I sort of perceived things. I was in college and we were having a party in my dorm room, or my, my, in my dorm cluster. It was like a, you know, like a shared living room and four bedrooms. Wow. And, cool. And um, somebody. I can't remember what they were doing. Honestly, the details kind of escaped me at this moment. But I was getting really upset with somebody for some reason. And right. and it was really bothering me because I'm like, they shouldn't be doing that. And it wasn't like anything illegal or anything like that. Um, was it Ice Cube playing his music too loud? <laughs> it was, oh, no, it was probably, we had a balcony. And so I think they were, I so think. Higher what, learning, uh, John Singleton. I think what ahead, I sorry. was what I was concerned about was that whatever they were doing was going to get me in trouble. Right. And one of my, and so I'm like being a freak about this. And one of my friends says, why don't you just lighten up? And it sounded like it's like telling the story. It sounds like he was just being a jerk. And in a way he was, but I really took that to heart. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I do need to lighten up. And I've sort of like adopted that in almost to uh, the opposite end of the spectrum where nothing really concerns me. Like, I don't take things very seriously. Ben, this might be one of the most important conversations I've ever had with anyone. <laughs> and I'm serious about that. Why don't you just lighten up is a mantra. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, why... I mean, if you think about it, right? Uh, and the, the thing I was talking about um, with Ice Cube, there's a, there's a scene in Higher Learning where Michael Rappaport's character uh, is trying to study or something. Ice Cube is playing his music too loud. And Michael Rappaport uh, complains to him about it. And he says... Um, you know, if I were going to play my music too loud, would you, you know, that would be okay too? And Ice Cube's like, no. <laughs> and I think it's great. But the idea, the idea being, 
your need to control your space, right? And your definition of what your space is, yeah. is a cause of a lot of conflicts between people. Yeah. Like, um, you know, we talked about this before, but there, there was a shooting that happened at one point in time. And the guy said he feared for his life, and so he shot these people. Uh, and he shot them after he told them to turn their music down in their car, and then they got out and, like, confronted him. And it's one of those things of, like, okay, I understand you felt fear for your life, but you were the one who walked into their, you know, situation. We, we talk about, you know, cases where where people take it upon themselves to follow someone and then, yeah. you know, end up, end up shooting them because they behaved like one might when someone starts following them. I believe that's how Ahmed Arbery was killed, is because yep. these he was, like, jogging down a, in a neighborhood and these people took it upon themselves to chase after him and figure out, you know, why was this person of color in this, I guess, a predominantly white neighborhood? And Ahmed Arbery, started, when they were being aggressive towards him, started being aggressive back, you know, to defend himself, and they shot him. Yeah, and in fact, the... the I mean, I watched this... Uh, when, when, remember when I was saying uh, I was watching PBS on YouTube? That's yeah. what I was watching on PBS on YouTube, was that trial. Um, yeah. And it was, yeah, it was it was really interesting. The prosecutor showed that at the time that he was shot, he was he was moving away, moving away, away from the the situation. Yeah. That was number one. And then the other thing about it was that um, there's something I remember specifically. This this defense attorney. You know, in her sort of closing statement, uh, made reference to Aubrey's long, dirty toenails in a weird way. Like, if you can find the clip and watch it, they, it's just something that she throws in at the end that doesn't make any sense with anything else that she's saying. And Is it I race baiting? It, I don't really understand what, like, his. I think it was a psychological, like, trick. Trying sort of to like, make them think that he was a disgusting yeah. person. Some sort of dog whistle to say that he was dirty. Yeah. Uh, didn't work. Didn't work. Good. Yeah, uh, I think these and, people, I don't know exactly what the sentencing in, but they, they went to prison, right? Yeah. yeah. They did. And <clears throat> uh, and the judge had a, a nice speech uh, when that happened as well. Uh, I'm not as proud of watching the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, but uh, I watched <laughs> that as well. You made up for it by the Ahmed Arbery trial. Yeah, the I mean, I, I the thing that was that that I just got obsessed with on that was that, and this is something that that um, you know, in jobs that I've been in, uh, get me wound up too, is when two people are presenting two different truths. Reconciling that to me is just, you know, something I'm really really interested in doing trying to figure out who's who's telling the truth how how yeah. does this happen there are people that i that i know uh maybe that i that i live with uh who you know in the end go well, it doesn't matter 
You know, in the in the end, what does it matter? Why is there? And it's true, there isn't. You know, how will the, how will this affect my life? Not at all. So why am I worried about it? You but just I gotta think lighten it's just up. The, yeah. See, it's a. <laughs> Uh, th- that's the name of this episode, I think, Ben. Lighten up. 358. Light- yeah, 358. Why don't you just lighten up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it really is something. I mean, it's, you know, that the way that you could ask it is, you know, you're putting all this effort into feeling upset. Yeah. Can you make the same amount of effort to feel okay about something? I have... I do have a friend that takes on other people's traumas as his own, and I believe there's... You aren't well, referring to me in no, no, some... No, 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 no. Okay, I just wanted to make no, no, sure. No, no. It's, it's where, like, I don't know, if somebody is angry at something, he is now angry at that one thing. I th- but oh, okay. It's... It's also, I think, a detriment to their mental health, right? Because there's a... There's, there's a way you can be empathic for somebody's cause, but if you take on their cause as your own, you are taking on too many things and it can destroy you. Yes, I can see that. There, I, I, I bring this up a lot. Again, search the audio, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, about this, this, this thing that I saw um, riding on a bus in Seattle where this guy was like, did you hear about uh, Milwaukee and what they're doing with food stamps? And this woman turns around and says, yeah, and she's like 65 or whatever. And she said, did you hear what happened on Belmont? I think it's Belmont. Is Belmont at... Uh, Belmont is a street or, or, on Capitol Or Hill. whatever. I'm, in fact, yeah. I'm changing the street to Belmont. To uh, <laughs> She said, did you hear what happened on Belmont? And he's like, yeah. no. And she's like, maybe you shouldn't worry about Milwaukee then. <laughs> or Wisconsin or whatever it was that you said. Um, and I thought that was really interesting because, because yeah, like, you know, we, we have access to a lot of, of things now. There's always something to be mad about. And there's, there's always, uh, I think that, that, that we did this at a, uh, at a spin the bottle once. Uh, that that's you know, you know, at every child's birthday, some tragedy is happening somewhere in the world. Right. You know, you don't have to tell them about it. Uh, you you can be happy for a day. You know that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just. <laughs> you know, statistically, Denise. Uh. At least ten puppies are dying right now. You know, it's not something. Anyway, I got you this Have log cabin. Th- Go ahead and put it together. That's what we had to play with when we were kids. Did you have Lincoln logs? Oh yeah, yeah, I love my Lincoln logs. I also like them. That's that's something that is really interesting. That um, you know, we talk about. Well, this is what I played with when I was a kid, but it's actually a pretty cool toy. Not a not a big. Like, I think about all the toys we played with, like the electronic football game. Did you have that? My brother had it. Uh, my babysitter had one of those. I didn't have it personally. But I play, I remember playing one of those at uh, my babysitter's house. And when I was like you know, <laughs> 18. No. 
Uh, Merlin uh, was this sort of red thing with buttons, and you could play like different games on it and stuff. Like like these weird analog electronic toys, you know, yeah. things like that. They're still <clears throat> interesting, and I I think about it all the time about UI design and how any website that you have could also be a big piece of plastic with buttons on it that do different things. Yeah, and a screen and stuff like that. Like, like a, I don't know if this is true or not, but I, I feel like, you know, the elevator break moment for 3D printing is going to be when you can reuse the, the stuff that you're printing. Yeah. And they already have electronics that you can put in. Like, it uses ink and stuff like that. I don't really know exactly how it works. It uses some sort of, like... Conductive ink. ink with conductive ink. Um, yeah. But, I mean, expensive, whatever. Uh, once you once you have a, a 3D printer that can also break down stuff and use it as printing uh, fuel or whatever, it's going to be, you know, we're going to get away from computers. Everyone's going to make throwaway handheld devices and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I... I think once we're able to actually, um, you know, the world will be better once we're able to realistically recycle uh, all these electronics and lithium batteries yep. and, and crap. You know, chat, was it chat DT, was it GT3, is that right? GPT? The, the GPT, sorry. Sorry, everybody. Chat GPT. Um, I don't know. Combine that with for. Siri and. People would need a lot less screens. You just have it on a, you have it on a watch, and you just ask it questions and then it, it answers you. Um, I, I still like the idea of using bone conduction uh, for an earpiece. So you wear it on your wrist. It's a big thing you wear on your wrist, and you just put your finger in your ear, and then it plays through the bones <laughs> in your hand. And you and it has a microphone right here. And so that's how you that's how it can be silent. It could play with a speaker as well. But I'm just saying, uh, you know, search again, future scientists search the audio. Uh, at the time that this was uh, out there, those things didn't exist. These are still science fiction for those of us here in <clears throat> 2023. They do have 23. They do have bone conducting uh, audio. They do have it. It's just not Jawbone. It's a brand name. It's wait what? Yeah, there's a. Is there's that a how Jawbone works? I believe so. Unless the sound designer for a show I worked on at a certain local theater was lying or was misinformed himself. It is possible, um, but so the basic thing though is that it's not really commercially viable for everything yet. And you yeah. don't have you don't have the wristwatch with the speaker on the but you can see how it works, right? The speaker would be just right here and you'd have your, your thing in here and then you could go, Siri, what should I say to someone in order to get into a nightclub? And then Siri would just, you know, give you suggestions. I mean you, and she will do that anyway as long as and you're the wearing bouncer, earphones. The bouncer is like Siri, there's a guy trying to get into this nightclub. How do how do I tell him that he yes, can't come in? Yes, his name is Dave. I told him you would let him in. Oh, oh, hey, hey, Dave, uh, come on in, Siri. I I do I still do like that idea that um, 
we talked about this, the science fiction TV show where there's a guy, and I think we named him Bob. I forget exactly if that was what his name was, but he's a robot. A robot? Uh, it might be it might be Robob or Bobbert or or Bobot or something to that effect. Um, but the idea is that um, it's it's an artificial intelligence that has the these same bodies and they know everybody. So the the idea is um, hey hey Bob, I, I was wondering if you could get me some water. Yeah, okay. And then you walk, and then Bob appears in frame and hands you a glass of water, and then you keep walking, and there's another one. So they they all operate yeah. in yeah. in overlapping concentric circles, but they never leave the area that they're in. Um, and and they Imprisoned. know you, and they know everybody. <laughs> and so you say it's like so. What you can say is, "Hey, Bob, uh, can you get me a, an interview with uh with with uh, this famous movie star?" And they're like. You know, I know them, but I, we don't have that sort of relationship. I can't just bring you over there to talk to them. Or you have your but home, Bob, and you can be like, Bob, can you make sure I turn the oven off? Bob's like, yeah, sure. And then you're in the, the, um, the bowling alley, and Bob's there. He goes, hey, you know, you never turned that oven off. Oh, shoot. Could you turn it off, Bob? Sure, Okay. <laughs> I and mean, they, that was sort do... of implied, Bob, when I asked the question. <laughs> and then and then all the Bobs that you see going home are all just, like, <laughs> mad at you until you apologize. I don't know. It'd be fun. And a little freaky. And then there's one Bob, though, who commits murder. I mean, hey, the one... About which... The moment I have to apologize to a robot... That's the moment I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Did we talk about Knives Out, Glass Onion? Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery? Did Did we? we? talk about I saw saw it. I don't remember talking about it, though. I I liked it. Um, uh, Dave Bautista um, was the subject of some conversation on the old... um, um, Not not Reddit... um, Discord, the Discord thing. thing, yeah. Yeah, people are impressed with his acting that he um, that he took it seriously <laughs> and and like you know is a good actor. Now I like Dave Bautista. I didn't know about him before Guardians of the Galaxy, um, but apparently he doesn't like playing that role, and it has nothing to do with the amount of time he has to spend in makeup. He's he's like I'm more. I don't. I'm tired of playing this dumb guy. I'm more of an yeah. actor. Than that and and, and he, you know you're like ah oh, you're an ex wrestler whatever play the dumb guy but yeah he, you know I have liked everything that I've seen him in yeah and the thing is that I think honestly uh, Dave Batista if you're listening um, the fact that you are playing these other characters makes the way that you play Drax uh, even more special yeah if that makes yeah, sense yeah, yeah. because you, it, it is showing that you have range. And that the choices that you made for playing Drax are really interesting and funny. So, yeah, but uh, I am looking forward to seeing the uh, the knock at the cabin or whatever. It's going to come out pretty soon. He's in that mm-hmm. M. Night Shyamalan oh, film. okay. Speaking of M. Night Shyamalan, I just, uh, I rewatched The Sixth Sense last night. 
because oh. I had only seen it once when it was in the theater. So this is my first time watching it, knowing this, knowing the big secret. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was it was fine. It's actually a pretty good movie. Um, but I was at, but I was really impressed with Tony Collette. I'm like Tony Collette's a rock star in this film. Uh, she plays the mom. Is that right? She plays the mom. She plays uh yeah she plays Haley Joel Osment's mom. It's funny, you you know the movie, right? So like yeah. ghosts, uh, dead people. No, no come, spoilers. Come uh, I mean, sorry, Haley, spoilers coming up. Dead people come to Haley Joel Osment, and they yep. need him to do something for them, for them to move on. Yep. I want to see a sequel where it's like, hey, uh, this kid is like forty years old, and he's just he's like, I'm tired of being an errand boy for all these dead people. Um, I, here's the thing. Have you have you seen him in other stuff recently? When when yeah, he's like a grown up Yeah, it would be it would be really great. I think it would be awesome. Um, and the way that it would work, I think, is that he says to the ghost, "Look, just spread it around your ghost community. If I'm starving." I can't do this work. So, yeah. you know, they, they also tell him where they can find, like, you know, like, I, I had $500 in my pocket when I died. Right. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, or, that, that, that's his payment, I guess. I mean, in the, uh, in, the, in the movie, like, he, this little girl gives him a VHS tape uh, to prove that she was poisoned by her mom or stepmom or something. Yeah. And so, yeah, but, it, it, you know, that it was just like, he just has, like, the satisfaction of knowing that he helped her. But now he's like, look, I can't do anything unless, unless you know, you pony up. So you know, honestly. Give me the numbers, I, your bank account, give me your house. <laughs> I wonder, it, there's, got, there, there's probably already something like this out there, so we're not going to, like, make a, make a million dollars or whatever. But that would be a good, that'd be a good series. It'd be... Yeah. You know, kind of like Psych. Uh, and then maybe what happens is that that he teams up with a ghost who, in order to move on, something really complicated has to happen. And so they... And so at the end of each episode, they get, like, part of it done. Yeah. Like, maybe, maybe he's in the middle... Uh, he's in the bottom of the ocean... Fell off of a cruise ship. Bottom of the oh, it's Bruce Campbell, obviously. Uh, fell out of the bottom of the ocean and now needs them him to retrieve his body. He's like, how am I going to retrieve your body from the bottom of the ocean? So it's it's going through. Oh, Ben, this is it. This is it. It, it we don't have to. I I think we've changed it up. We don't have to reference the sixth sense at all. It's called unfinished business. It's called unfinished business. And this ghost of of a of a billionaire who died on a yacht is getting a psychic. Ben, write this down. Getting a psychic to form basically the next Google, uh, so that he can have enough money to retrieve the guy's body from the bottom of from this, the bottom this of the body. ocean. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. There's ben, a, this is, there's a thing. This is great. Back, 
going back to the sixth sense briefly, there's a thing where the ghosts can't see each other, yet they all go to Haley Joel Osment one at a time. Yeah. Is there, uh, so, you know, I was just like, I would like to see a, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, the ghost, like, why, how come he's not talking to me? He's talking, he's talking to nobody else. Well, yeah. How come he's not doing my thing yet? That, that'd be nice. Uh, so, so, okay, here it is. Unfinished business. Um, and it's, okay, this is what it has to be. It has to be a rich white guy, right? Uh, Bruce and Campbell, the, and the, as we've established. Bruce Campbell. And then uh, we pick an up-and-coming uh, comedian. I don't know what her name is yet. Um, but but she she and he collide all the time on you know their their morals and their ideals and stuff like that in some ways you know she's she's kind of like a lisa simpson in a way yeah. she doesn't want to do capitalism stuff and so she always like finds a way to to turn this money making venture into something that helps people and he gets mad and and stuff like that. i think it'd be great Unfinished business. We gotta hurry it up. I'm I'm decomposing down there. It, it, I can't. I don't have forever. I wonder. Is it? What is a Parna's last name? Nanjerla. Nanjerla. Yeah, she'd be a good. She'd be a good foil. For Bruce Campbell, a weird, um, a weird odd couple pair, pairing. So yeah, okay, there we go. Netflix. All right. Do Write your thing. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, we're, no, we're not going to do anything. Uh, the people who listen to this for idea, can you imagine Ben somebody becoming famous because they stumble upon our podcast, and they're like these guys. Good ideas, no follow through. Yeah, it's uh, I yeah. Three years from now, we're gonna see that drunk has a has a, a Netflix deal with unfinished business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be awesome. Would we even be mad at drunk at that point? I don't think necessarily we would. Uh, We'd be like drunk. What? <laughs> hey, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just, but it's just great. It's got the name. It's got the. You, it's it writes itself, Ben. It writes itself. Well, it better get going then, because we're obviously not going to write it. it exactly. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I'm going to be 50, Ben. There is a 2015 movie starring Vince Vaughn and oh no, Dave, Dave Franco called Unfinished Business. What's it, a hard what's it working, about? A hard-working small business owner and his two associates travel to Europe to close the most important deal of their lives. But what began as a routine business trip goes off the rails in every way imagine, uh, imaginable and unimaginable. Does it have ghosts in the keywords at all? Uh, it does not seem to contain ghosts. I think we're I think we're still okay then. Nick Frost is in it. Hey, hold on. 
There was a there was a Doctor Who episode where Nick Frost played Santa Claus. By the way, it was pretty great. I may have. Seen I mean, if there's if there's one guy that you think is probably Santa Claus, Nick Frost. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. Hey, speaking of give me a break, Nell whoa, Carter. It's almost time for us to end. Yeah, we started. This is something. Four minutes that, early. You want to end four minutes early? Uh, no, I mean I'm I'm keeping track of the time that I'm recording. Uh, yeah. We're almost at at an, at an hour, Ben. My, um, uh, I was gonna say, <laughs> I'm recording using uh, Logic Pro, and it, there's no gotcha. time clock on it. It's it's all beats. Well, we did make it. Um, the the one thing I was gonna say is Nell Carter. Uh, I didn't realize until now. Probably famous before. Give me a break. I mean, that's where I first saw her. But probably right. If I mean, uh, I don't know her backstory, but I wouldn't be surprised if she like was because you know, it because a, a stand up and did the circuit for years and finally yeah, got a big it break. It wasn't just give me a break. It was Nell Carter in give me a break. Like it was yeah. like her name was in the thing. And on like, that note, she had a talk show or something. Thing. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Um, we uh, we gotta go, folks. It is the end of it is the end of our show, and we enjoyed spending this time with you, as we always do. First uh, episode of twenty twenty three, Ben. Can you believe it's twenty twenty three? Yeah. Would you yeah, believe twenty twenty three? Uh, let's see if it's on the board. Ding. Um. <laughs> oh gosh, there's there's a there's a British a, uh, panel show. That's a show that the uh, Family Feud with Richard Dawson has not aged well in the age of consent. Oh no! Um, this this thing is is like um, is like Family Feud a little bit. They poll people, and the idea is that you're trying to guess the something that is on the board, but the least amount of people said. Does that make sense? Something is on the board that the least amount of people said. So you're, yeah, yeah. It's like reverse Family Feud. Like, give me, give me a, give me a, a guess, or give me a, um, a question. Uh, name an animal you would find at the zoo. Okay. So, someone would, you know, people think about zoo animals, but there are other animals that you might find at a zoo that aren't. In the are aren't you know zoo animals there? I'm gonna say dog. If somebody brings their seeing eye dog to the zoo. Dog, and so you know dog would be lower on the list than all the other yeah. animals. Uh, and then someone says, "Okay, I think I'm gonna go with fly because there are also flies. A fly is an animal, you know that sort of thing." We're, so they try to guess something that's plausible, but something that a lot of people wouldn't say. It's pretty great, right? What's the name and of this the, um, I, I wish I wish I could remember. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, me too, Paul. <laughs> okay, mock the week, right? Yeah. There's a guy who maybe was a guest on at some point in time. Uh, oh, oh, his he has a show, Osmond or Osgood or Oz, um, House of Games, and he's he's a large man. He wears glasses, like super tall. Um. Um, I want to say Osmond or Oz. Oh yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. Whoops. 
And and it's the name of the show is Pointless. Pointless is the name of the show. Pointless. Um I'm looking at the uh there's a lot of people who was on that show. Um, Pointless is the name the name of the show though where you try to guess what people oh, okay. said. Wasn't who I was talking about. Pointless. Pointless is the name of the show. Yep. All right, you try, and to, on you try to get the least amount of points. Oh, and and that, speaking of it's pointless, like, it's like the uh, gulf the show. of panel shows. Hey. hey. All right. Oh, well. <laughs> well, good talking to you, Paul. Nice talking to you, Ben. And uh, until I see you next time, please keep it wrong. Keep it wrong, and I will talk to you next week. Awesome. And we're clear.